Hello and welcome to the Non-Perfect Parents Club podcast. I'm Emma, a mama of two girls, an ex-nursery practitioner and the creator of the Non-Perfect Parents Club. The Non-Perfect Parents Club is all about support, honesty, truths, acknowledging that none of us can be perfect parents because it's impossible and basically just speaking the unspoken. The only rule here is no judgment allowed. I love hearing people's stories, I love finding out about other parents, their family dynamics, their values and how they tick. So that is what this podcast is going to be. Some great honest conversations about parenting, hopefully delving into some nitty gritty thoughts and feelings that will make us all laugh, cry and sigh a big sigh of relief. Hello and welcome back to the Non-Perfect Parents Club podcast. Today I'm joined by Naomi. Hi Naomi and welcome to the podcast, thank you for joining me. So if you want to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your family dynamic and any heritage. Yeah, hi, thanks for having me on. Um, I'm Naomi, I'm a mum of two girls Mm -hmm. now, Um, a three year old and a three month old. The three month old is with me here, so hopefully (laughs) she'll um, stay asleep, we'll see how she does. Um, Yeah, I'm a psychologist and Mm -hmm. I work with... um, children and young people and families and schools um but don't let me that fool you that I know anything at all about parenting because it turns out (laughs) the reality is just so so different to anything you can learn about child development or theories or good practice goes out the window in the reality um of parenting so yeah seeing it from the other side Uh (laughs) it's been very interesting it's Um, funny isn't it because um, so when I had my eldest, I was a nursery practitioner, mm. nursery practitioner as a manager in a nursery, and I think everyone just presumes that you're just going to know what you're doing, which <laughs> some stuff you do to some extent, don't you? But then you you're thrown in, you're like, wow, <laughs> this is so different. It really is. <laughs> I don't think anything can quite prepare you for how relentless. Yeah. It is. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's me. Um, I come from a family of four, my mum mm-hmm. and dad and me and my brother, um, we moved around quite a bit as we were growing up, mm-hmm. but most of my childhood was, was spent in Cumbria, okay. um, near Penrith, which was Aww. lovely, so big garden, beautiful view of the fells, yeah. we had chickens, wow. oh, did you? <laughs> so Aww. yeah, um, yeah, happy memories yeah. of growing up there. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Okay. The main rule of the Non-Perfect Parents Club is no judgment allowed. Have you ever felt judged in your parenting and can you tell us about it? Um, yes, <laughs> mostly by myself, I think. When I, oh, good answer, I heard yeah. that you um, asked this question, I thought, oh yeah, most of it comes from myself. Yeah. And I don't even know why. It's bonkers, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's where I notice a lot of it. And when I've felt judgment from other people, I think um, I've realised a lot of that depends on how I'm doing on that day and how I perceive yeah. it. Yeah. And um, whether I've had enough sleep. Yes, <laughs> kind of yeah. All affects how I take things so um yeah when I do feel judgment I try really hard to yeah think okay I can choose how I respond and yeah perhaps it wasn't meant like that and uh-huh. I find that really helpful because yeah yeah that's really interesting you said that because I was looking when I was looking through um my notes before like my questions and obviously I, I edit the intro and stuff and um one of I've got like a list of a next set of questions for when I want to kind of progress this mm. um season and that question is, do you judge yourself? Because that's something that I've really thought about. And mm-hmm. I think we are our harshest critics, aren't we? And we do mm-hmm. really, really judge ourselves in parenting. So yeah. I think I 
I don't, can't remember. I don't know if you're the first person to say that as well. I can't mm. remember. Um, but yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, and I don't know where it comes from. Even just you know the comparison game, and mm. I think because we see everything of ourselves and we only see yes, yeah, certain bits of other that's people's it, lives. It's so it? easy yeah. to think, oh, they've got it together. Yeah. Um, and I really haven't, but I don't know what anyone else is like behind the scenes. Yeah, and <laughs> so. that's it, isn't it? Mm. Um, and it is so easy to to look at snapshots of other people's lives and think, oh, and it and it gets you. Mm. But like you say, it's you know you don't know what what they're doing and I always find perception I mean you probably know a lot more about this than me but I always find perception is such an interesting mm. thing the way you perceive others and even the way you perceive yourself because it's just mm. like you know how you perceive one person and then they perceive themselves completely different yeah. um, it always really intrigues me mm. what um what people think and I always kind of wonder oh I wonder what people think of me you know like when they just see me like in passing or like when I'm out with the girls and stuff I was like I wonder what people think of me and like if how how it's how they see me in comparison to how I feel mm. I am yeah yeah okay anything else to add on that question um no, I think that's everything on okay. that. Really, I'm sure there was more that I was going to say, but <laughs> it's <laughs> gone out of my head. <laughs> okay, so how do you feel about parenting? Good, bad? Has it changed you? And do you have any regrets? I have no regrets, but parenting has been a real unravelling for me. Yeah. Um, okay. I've kind of lost myself and found myself <laughs> at the same yeah. time. Yeah, it's just been a real roller coaster. I think, especially my first daughter was born just before lockdown. Oh wow! Okay, um, like as in two weeks before lockdown. Oh really? So oh, by gosh. the time we'd come out of hospital and come out of that kind yeah. of newborn wow. fog, the world had completely changed, yeah. and it was just bonkers. <laughs> yeah. So that um, yeah, it was very very strange to become parents in isolation. Really. Yeah. Um, it had advantages as well because yes. uh, my husband was home on furlough for three months, which was right. great. And actually, I couldn't do the comparison game. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, which I think actually served me really well. Um, uh -huh. I found myself thinking, right, I just have to yeah. work this out for myself. Yeah, yeah. And learn to trust my gut, trust my instincts, and just yeah, become that's... exactly who I want to be as a yeah. parent in a way that I don't know whether I would have done if I'd have been yeah. meeting a lot of other parents. I don't yeah. know. Um um, but it was quite nice from that point of view yeah. to not have to be comparing, not have to be comparing what my daughter was doing compared to yeah, yeah. other people's children at the same age and all of that. Yeah. We didn't have any of that. We just, um, yeah, we were completely on our own journey. And mm -hmm. in some ways that was awful, but in yeah. some ways that was really helpful. <laughs> um, I think I found my feet probably quicker. Yeah. I found myself and, and had to be that parent from the yeah. start. Um, yeah, it was a very, very strange experience. No yeah. one should have to parent in a no, vacuum. And especially like your first time parenting mm. as well. Because when you first become a parent, that's like such a huge mm. change, isn't it? Like I know when, so there's five years between my two. So the second time around, we kind of forgotten stuff. So yeah. it was like, oh, I can't remember what she did. But we, we'd already got one and we were already doing stuff so it was just like you know you just kind of carry on that routine but when it's your first it's such a huge change yeah. um so to do that and two weeks 
after lockdown, like two weeks before, sorry, was it two weeks after? She was two weeks before two lockdown. Two weeks before, so, yeah. yeah, so, yeah, wow, that's yeah. like... So how did you find that in terms of, like, do you have much family locally or, like, did that affect that kind yeah. of... Um, them relationships with baby yeah it was really strange to not have people able to come and visit um and for my daughter to be raised in this kind of vacuum really not being able to see people not being able to be held by other people kind of we saw people through the window and it was just so strange um you know you've got this gorgeous little baby and you want to share them and um yeah it was very strange yeah really really strange time how's has it affected your daughter at all like have you noticed anything I have no idea I really don't know there's things that I think I wonder if that's an effect of lockdown but also is that just personality yeah, yeah. you know we don't know yeah um, so yeah I really don't know um yeah that's a good question yeah. I think the only thing is that all the children her age have gone well, through they're all in the same similar, boat, aren't they yeah yeah what a strange experience for all of them yeah and just think like I always said this when when we were in lockdown like I said to my girls like just think when you're especially my youngest when you're at like high school and doing history you'll probably learn about this mm-hmm. like it just blows it, it still blows my mind that that even happened anyway it, yeah. like looking back it just feels so surreal doesn't mm-hmm. it um but then to think like our children have experienced mm-hmm. that and like so to be b- born in well, just yeah. in lockdown, I guess. It's like, mm. wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really strange. And I'm finding it now, like, we've taken out the clothes that we saved for my daughter. Yeah. Like, we didn't have any new clothes from this oh, age, of the age yeah. that my daughter is now. Yeah, of course. Uh, it was all, um, you know, hand-me-downs from my cousins and yeah. things, so a lot of boys' clothes and things. So yeah. it's nice now to be thinking, no, we can yeah. get some <laughs> <We> can <go laughs> yeah. things. Yeah. My daughter keeps commenting on things, and I'm, I never know how much to let her know how different it was yeah. like she says oh you used to do this Aww. with um you know when i was a yeah. baby and granny and granddad used to come around when i was a baby and Aww. she's putting it all in context it's like, but actually they couldn't yeah <laughs> and yeah it's really difficult to try and explain that in a way that yeah. she understands yeah um, but but how strange it was illegal for her mm, grandparents yeah. to give her a cuddle like you just that can't just, make yeah. sense of no, it now you can't at all yeah you just can't yeah Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Parenting is just. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> it's just. Yeah. <laughs> it's intense, isn't it? It's is so like... intense. It is so intense, um, and it's relentless. Yeah. And it's wonderful, and it's awful. Yeah. And sometimes at the same time, within a minute, it yeah. can be the most amazing thing yeah. and the most awful thing. Yeah. And it just, I think, it just takes us so much to our limits so mm-hmm. often, and we just. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's a lot isn't it how it's have you lot. found going from one to two and the difference in that so obviously lockdown baby to I've loved it I'll be honest yeah it's been a lot easier yeah two children mm. out of lockdown is a lot easier yeah. than one in lockdown <laughs> yeah. um I think I'm in a better place my mental health is in a better place mm-hmm. kind of yeah just being able to get out and about and see yeah, people yeah. makes such a huge difference yeah and um yeah my eldest is a wonderful big sister so yeah. that's nice that's it has fun. its moments um with having the two but yeah, yeah. i love so, it Aww. i think my brother said with two you'll be um you have less sleep but more fun oh <laughs> yeah that's a really that's nice way to look at it, it isn't it because yeah. that is so true as well yeah yeah oh that's lovely <laughs> okay um 
Is there anything in your life that has shaped how you parent that you're happy to talk about? Any ha any situations or circumstances that have affected this? Yeah, this is going to be an interesting one, I think. Okay. Um, there's three key things, really, I think, that um, mm -hmm. have really affected how I parent. One is I actually have a disability, an invisible disability. Okay. Um, I was very poorly a few years ago. It still affects me every day. Mm -hmm. um, but there was a long time when having children just didn't seem like an option yeah okay and that broke my heart mm, <laughs> it really yeah. broke my heart and then um when we then came to the point of being able to try I was mm -hmm. well enough um we then had miscarriages right okay and I think those experiences um I'm not saying that I love every minute but no I've got a sense of gratitude yeah that runs really deep yeah <laughs> you know yeah. I can remember just how awful those years were but yeah wanting so desperately to be a mum yeah and not life being in the way of that and yeah. just nothing that's hard yeah now yeah it's yeah. as hard as that's that was. It, yeah yeah um so i remind myself of that in yeah. when i'm up again in the middle of the yeah. night for the and, you, and you've got time. to have you've <laughs> yeah. got to have things like that mm. haven't you that yeah. like because in the the deepest darkest depths of parenting when it is so hard there is always something mm. that kind of pulls you back up and reminds yeah. you like yeah. no I'm you know it's amazing to be mm. in this position even yeah. if you don't enjoy parenting because yeah. some people don't do they I yeah. mean it's not for everyone but once you're in it you're in it you know there's no <laughs> going back is there yeah. um but yeah I think even even when you don't enjoy parenting like there's always something that and as your children grow there's mm. always first even as they get past the little stages I think you celebrate the the first when they're small but mm. there's not much talked about that as they get older they're still first and it just yeah. keeps on rolling and there's yeah. just more and more that to yeah. come I guess yeah yeah my daughter she's just started um singing and dancing Aww. and things which just makes my heart so full yeah yeah <laughs> but even I think you know in the worst times I know that I would have given anything a few yeah. years ago to be in this position. Yeah, I would yeah. have given anything to have my baby poo on me. Yeah. <laughs> or to be woken yeah. again in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was literally mm -hmm. my biggest and most wildest dream Yeah, to be in this Aww. position. And that pulls me through, I think, in a yeah. lot of ways. I'm not saying it makes it easier. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it does. That's kind of the thread that pulls me through, I mm -hmm. think, is just knowing yeah. um, how difficult those years were and how this is. Yeah was my dream yeah. and I'm living it and yeah. that's something that I hold on to every day Aww. Um. so you said there was three things mm, I'm also an older mum mm -hmm. um, so I was 38 with my first and I'm right. 40 with um... really? yeah <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell <laughs> thanks <laughs> but I think that's um, changed the way I parent in a lot of ways I know I would have had a lot more energy, you yeah. know, 10, 15 years ago. Um, but I also, I feel much sure of myself at yes. this stage in yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think that makes quite a big difference to how, mm -hmm. I, how I do parent. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just feel more settled in myself. Yeah. Um, I know there's things that I would have struggled with a lot more. Yeah. Um, if I'd have had children a lot earlier in life. So that gives me a different perspective, I guess. Yeah. Um, also and makes me so tired. And aches. <laughs> It's funny, it is isn't it? Because yeah. the, there is such a, a thing, I guess, around the age that you have mm. children, like young mum, older mum, like, mm. and 
I mean, does it really matter? Like, mm. there's there's pros and cons, I guess, to mm. put it that way, to any age that you have children. Because yeah, it, it, and it yeah. just depends where you're at in life, doesn't it? Like, yeah. Yeah. um, and I mean, obviously, your body changes and stuff like that. Like, mm. my mum was, um. 36 when she had my sister she'll probably kill me for saying that <laughs> um but and I always remember her saying so there's eight years between me and my sister but I always remember my mum saying like she found it harder with my sister in terms of like she was tired yeah. and she didn't have the energy for like her friends round and stuff mm. like that in comparison yeah. to when she had me and she wasn't obviously really young when she had me um so I guess there are things mm. to it but um, yeah, there's such a, a thing around it, isn't there? Mm. Have you found anything? Because I know I've had, I've got a few friends and like they've had, you know, comments from doctors and like on the doctors. Oh, geriatric mother yeah. and all that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, well, you know, that's people are still having. Some people start having babies at like mm. forty plus now. It's yeah. it's not. Yeah. A, a thing, but then it's like as well. I'm, I'm, going off and I've had no one else like discuss this before so this is really interesting but it's that thing as well I guess of for women your biological clock is ticking I guess isn't it and do you get what I'm getting at like trying to (laughs) I do this I like start on a on a thing and then I I go off on a tangent and um but yeah like there's so it does it doesn't really matter your age but there is I guess things to to think about isn't there and yeah and there's definitely pluses and minuses i guess for every stage mm-hmm. and we're all just on our own yeah we become parents when we become parents yeah. and um but yeah and i think you do as you get older you do become more self-assured don't you mm. and more confident in yourself and you know that's that's something i guess that's really beneficial to parenting mm. um especially with regards to stuff like judgment and yeah you know making decisions and and things yeah. like that yeah. have you found that easy you know like in terms mm. of making decisions and stuff like that and yeah i guess being influenced by other people has that affected yeah that's that interesting all? actually i feel like i've surprised myself with how um well i've kind of just gone with you know mm-hmm. this is how i feel like i should do it and this is yeah. how we're gonna do it because this is right for us you know yeah I think it's Brene Brown says, you know, there's no way to be a perfect parent, but there's a million ways to be a, yeah. a good parent. Yeah, and this is my it. way of being yeah. a good parent. And I'm going to do it my way. Um, Cause I know mm. this is what's right for me and my girls. Yeah. And um, yeah, that assurance, I guess comes. Yeah. Um, maybe from age, maybe from other experiences. I don't know. Yeah. Um, one thing I do notice is, I often feel tempted to like go onto you know online forums and things yeah. and ask questions that I don't know what to do. And then I always make myself stop and think, if someone else had asked that question, how would I answer it? Yes. And usually that yeah. actually gets so, me yeah. to think, oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> I think that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, um, oh, And just find that confidence within myself. It takes a lot of work. Yes. <laughs> because it doesn't always come naturally, but yeah, yeah, that's definitely come. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey. Oh. <laughs> and how have you found, so do you have many friends that have, children or similar age children or how have you found that aspect mm. of kind of being an an older mum has that affected it yeah. at all um I have a very good friend who became a mum 
um, just eight months before oh, me. So that was lovely. Yeah. Of course, with lockdown, we didn't get to yeah. do them and leave together <laughs> and everything oh. that we dreamed of we might. But um, yeah, like a lot of my friends, mm-hmm. similar age, have teenagers and things. Yeah. So that's quite different. They're going through very different yeah. stages of parenting. Um, it was, I think, this time around, it hasn't bothered me because I've been mm-hmm. able to get out and meet people. Yeah. Whereas the first time around, it's like, I don't how do you meet people when you have to yeah, stay home and it. so that felt quite isolating I think um but this time around to be able to go out and meet people yeah. at groups and things you know no one knows yeah how old you yeah. are just no all one on the same yeah journey. that's it isn't it and yeah. it doesn't matter does it no like, it really doesn't I think it again really there's matter. always this thing of I think maybe because of through school you're always with your same age mm. group and you have your friends and and then as you grow it's like you know, you don't have to have friends that are the same age as mm. you. You kind of attract, I guess, from your, your situ- life situations mm. and things like that. And, you know, it doesn't have to be how you kind of, I guess, conditioned going through school mm. to think, does it? Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's nice because I've got a really established group of friends Yeah. Um, who I've had for years and oh, that's been lovely. through the, the best and the worst of yeah. everything. And now meeting new new people it's yeah. just lovely actually yeah. to feel like yeah there's a whole new network of yeah. people um which is really nice oh yeah and there's nothing quite like people who are going through the exact same <laughs> stages that's it, you. isn't it so, yeah how was your night awful yeah yeah <laughs> same and that's it like you can you yeah. can have like your established group of friends and mm. but sometimes they aren't necessarily in that same boat as mm. what you are and sometimes you just need that don't you just need someone yeah to not say, oh, well, yeah, I went through that and do this, do this, or you just need someone to say, yeah, I know. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> like, yeah. That was me too last night. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. What is your biggest value when it comes to parenting? Mm. Connection, for uh, sure. Connection, I, I think, as, is at the heart of everything. Yeah, I was interested to hear your answer uh, in that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I guess that comes from my psychologist head on my mm-hmm. parent head. Um, when we, when I feel connected, and mm-hmm. when my children feel connected, yeah. you can feel the difference. Yeah, and that just makes all the difference in the world. I yeah, think. and not that we have it all the time. You know, good enough mm-hmm. <laughs> is the phrase that yeah, um, I've used for years and used with myself multiple <laughs> times yeah. a day. That we only have to be good enough. You know, yeah. like connection. Um, I think the research says if you're attuned and connected mm-hmm. about a third of the time um that's enough oh really a third oh, of the time kind of recognizing that maybe you've um you're out of alignment together and you yeah you repair it and yeah a third of the time can be absolutely rubbish yeah <laughs> because yeah. all it needs is that a third of the time to yeah. be good enough and i hold on to that so much mm-hmm. um because i think there's so much pressure on from ourselves and from elsewhere yeah we're all doing the best that we can, right? Yeah. <laughs> and we only it. have to be good enough and yeah. that is enough for our kids. Yeah. And if we've got that connection and that's gonna be different for every mm-hmm. every child. Um, yeah. But, I mean it's magical, isn't it, when you get that. Yeah. It might just be a moment in the day. Yeah. Um, but when you get it it's magical and I think that has a lot of knock on effect when yeah. you get that connection. Yeah. Um, enough of the time yeah. for things to it's, to go well. It's funny, isn't it? That was my value was oh, connection really? was yeah, yeah I've I always try and like remind myself and think you know as, as long as we've got that connection mm-hmm. doesn't matter what happens yeah they know I'm there and 
we, you know, wherever, because I always kind of parent mm. the long game, you know, wherever yeah. you send them <laughs> off into the world and even though I tell them they're not allowed to leave home, <laughs> um, wherever they go, I just think if we've got that connection, they'll always yeah. know they can come back and it's just yeah. that. Um, and then we had a, something happened recently um, and with my eldest and she came straight to me mm. and I was like in the moment that it happened it was like mad rush I was like going out the door like oh my god but because afterwards when we'd kind of sorted everything out and I sat down and I thought about it and I was like wow like mm. she she didn't even bat an eyelid like she literally came straight to me yeah. and I thought that's where I know like, I'm getting something right mm. like even on the days <laughs> where like I've, yeah. I've shouted or I've been grumpy and we've you know mm. stuff's happened I know that like, I'm getting something right because mm. she she just came straight to me yeah. so that connection is it is like it's just amazing isn't it when you when you've got mm. it yeah um, it is yeah and we're always going to have days like that aren't we because we're just human yeah well that's <laughs> and, it isn't it yeah. Yeah. And we've got enough just to pull ourselves through. Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I didn't know that about the the third of the. Yeah. The times when that's, I'm going to hold on to that. Thank you. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's going to be my little in, in head mantra now. Like 30% good enough. <laughs> it's good enough. It's good in time. Yeah. <laughs> um, what has been your biggest challenge so far? Mm. I had a traumatic birth with my first. Oh, really? And wow. Mm. That was a challenge and a half. Um, yeah, it was awful. So with your first, awful. you've just... You've and had I did a tra- down. <laughs> yeah. Traumatic birth. I mean, yeah. you had a tough time getting there. Yeah. Traumatic birth. And then looked at like, yeah. wow. <laughs> it was awful. It was really awful. So I had undiagnosed PTSD. And right. because of lockdown, not seeing any professionals, people had said parenting's hard. <laughs> So we had nothing to compare it to, you know, okay, this is really, really Yeah, wow. But it turns out, yeah, PTSD. Um, Did you know one in three women have a traumatic birth? Mm. That's awful. Yeah. (laughs) Like, really awful. And it's setting people up what should be the best beginning. Yeah. That makes everything so complicated and just, I cannot believe, you know, I work with trauma Mm -hmm. in my workspace, but nothing prepared me really for yeah. how it was in reality and I didn't even recognise it in myself because I was so it was all consuming yeah. it was just all yeah, consuming yeah. and the anxiety was unreal mm-hmm. yeah, um, around whether my daughter was okay yeah. and oh, <laughs> it was just horrendous um, so by far in a way that's been the biggest challenge yeah. and it's had so many knock on effects in so many areas and yeah, I just can't believe how common it is. And yeah. Just it just fills me with so much compassion. I think when I every new parent, I'm thinking, did yeah. you have yeah, an experience yeah. like that? Did did you? You know, we're all we're going through all these emotions, yeah. but you never know what people have been no. through, and just and especially if it's awful. one in three, like you yeah. think. Even so, you've been mm. coming to my meets recently, haven't yeah. you? Like you think in that room, yeah. How many people? Yeah. And I guess it's something that. Once you past, you once you pass the birth bit, and I guess into they call it the fourth trimester. I guess don't they? Mm-hmm. On like for you, that could still be a huge deal, but no one would even, no yeah. one else would even think about yeah. that because you it's yeah. done. It's it's been yeah. gone, hasn't it? But yeah. 
yeah that I, and that's something that I've not really thought about to be honest and yeah. that's a huge mm. I mean that's the the beginning yeah. isn't it <laughs> like yeah. I know obviously yeah. it's not the very beginning because the pregnancy is like a whole thing <laughs> yeah. um but that is the moment yeah you know so for that to yeah and that can affect so like you say that can affect mm. so much can't it with yeah. baby and the start of your parenting experience yeah and how you view yourself like for me i really struggled to come to terms with the fact that i was a mum and mm-hmm. that she was really here and that everything yeah. was okay but yeah there was just so many challenges connected with that and how yeah. i perceived myself and how i worried about my daughter um you know it was huge i've had a lot of therapy <laughs> since yeah, then yeah. um to um yeah, to get to where I am yeah. now, really, it was a real unravelling. So did, um, did any of kind of your experiences with you first affect your decision in having another? Did you, de- I mean, mm. if you decided, that's me just presuming you decided to have another, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't always work like that, does it? But mm. did any of that make you really think about, yeah, you know, whether that was something? Mm. Yeah, for a long time, I neither of us could really um, consider going there again, really. Yeah. It was... Um, Again, a lot of therapy yeah. <laughs> and a lot of work within myself because I'd always dreamed of a big family. Yeah. Um, and I know with my age, probably won't be the yeah. four or five kids that yeah. I'd imagined. But, um, you know, I really wanted that experience again. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully better this time. Yeah. <laughs> and to have the experience of becoming parents without lockdown as well. And yeah. just to build that family that we'd always dreamed of. It took so much courage, yeah, but we also but knew it was something yeah. we wanted to fight for. So, um, yeah, with a lot of work and yeah. a lot of therapy and a lot of courage and a lot of luck, we, um, yeah, yeah, we've, we're where we are today, and it's it's incredible. And I really fought this time around for the birth that I wanted and that I knew did, was right yeah. for me and my baby. Um, ended up having a home birth. Oh, did you? Um, oh, that's which amazing. was really what I wanted, and that was amazing. It was really empowering. I mean. Labour's labour, wherever well, it yeah, happens. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really empowering to feel like I'd made it what I needed it to be, and I stuck exactly to what I knew was right for me, no matter what. Right. And um, yeah, that was a really empowering experience. Yeah. And the difference with how that set me up to be a mum this time around is just the opposite of yeah. how I felt the last time around. And I just. That's what makes me sad and angry, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that so many women are being robbed of that. Yeah. And dads too, you know. Yeah, it, does yeah. it just affect no, well, no. the mum and just... Um, yeah, can you imagine how different parenting would be mm. if we all started off with that wonderful, empowering, yeah. being able to trust ourselves and our yeah. bodies and our instincts and... And that's that would set ourselves up. Yeah, and that's so well. To me, obviously, it's just mm. my personal opinion, but to me, that's how it should be. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. Th- that should be how it how it is, mm. and yeah, it is. It is just like mind blowing mm. that you know what what women have to go through. Mm. So, with your eldest, were you nervous? the birth like obviously beforehand before you knew what was coming were you do you know I felt amazing did you in that pregnancy I really felt amazing um my health was better than it's been mm-hmm. in a lot of years with the hormones mm-hmm. um yeah I was looking forward to the birth I right. really um 
yeah, I'd really, I'd prepared as much as I could and I was mm-hmm. feeling pretty um, ready for anything really. Yeah. Just, you know, I wasn't really under any illusions that it would be easy or yeah. whatever, but I was looking forward to the challenge, I think, and just meeting my daughter and knowing yeah. that it was something to go through. A bit of a rite of passage, I think. Yeah, that, yeah. Um, it's something that I'd wanted for so long and it mm-hmm. was such a privilege to be pregnant and to be pregnant to full term and yeah. just... Yeah, I, I was looking forward to yeah. it in a weird way. Um, I walked. <laughs> I walked into the hospital while I was in labour. <laughs> I just. I, it's hard to describe how strong I felt at that point. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just to have all of that. There was five different things that went horribly wrong. Right. Okay. Um, through no fault of my own, and it just it robbed me of all of that. Yeah. Sense of feeling strong and in control yeah. and all of that. And, I just felt so broken yeah. after that and it took a lot of rebuilding I think. And then did that affect you coming up to the birth of your second? It did yeah, yeah. I was really anxious. Yeah. Um, yeah it was a very different pregnancy. Yeah. Um, also I felt awful this pregnancy. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was sick all the way through oh, it. it was just one of those no. that was just really difficult <laughs> and looking after her. Yeah well, well, that's at the it, same time it? we watched a lot of CBC. <laughs> Yeah, it definitely affected things. Um, but I've also, I think because I've taken it head on mm-hmm. and gone for the therapy yeah. and really worked hard, um, I feel like I've come out the other side yeah. much stronger. Yeah. And I've learned so much about myself and um, unlearned things that <laughs> weren't helpful. Yeah, and yeah. Learned things that are helpful and it's just been such a journey. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Obviously, I wish it hadn't happened, but I've yeah. managed to bring good out of it yeah. um, in a way. But no one should have to go through no, that sort of experience. No, I shouldn't. Yeah. And I mean, there's lots we could kind of delve into. My, my brain's already going like, <laughs> I think in the, another, another podcast episode, mm. there's a, another guest I had on, um, Molly. And she's um, very much an advocate for like home birth uh-huh. and trusting your body and doing what yeah. feels right and stuff. Uh-huh. Um I feel like we'd have a great conversation there. Um, Yeah, but yeah, no, it it shouldn't be. And do you feel like sometimes, just, I mean, in your experience, do you feel like mums are listened to enough? No. No. No, I think that's the biggest issue. Yeah. You're on a conveyor belt. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't think that's the fault of the individual... Practitioners no. of the system yeah. is just so stretched, and you know, like being told over and over again, you've got to have an induction, you've got to have an induction, mm-hmm. you know, there's a real risk, and then, oh, but you can't have it today because it's coming up to the weekend. Also, is it a risk or is it not? Yeah. You know, were we in danger or were we not? Like, yeah. a lot of it was to do with staffing and all of that. People get told all sorts of things, yeah. And no, I don't think women are listened to enough. I think the reading that I've done since about birth yeah. trauma and things. It really feels like there's a real violation of human rights going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, yeah, women not being listened to, put through awful mm-hmm. pain without needing to be, you yeah. know, kind of and putting put through fear, put at yeah. risk, babies put at risk by following policies. And yeah. Well, I mean, I think, oh, even in the news awful. at the minute, that's horrific. I don't know if you've read what's... I have, I've, I'm avoiding the news at yeah. the minute, to be oh, honest. Oh, I won't that then, yeah. <laughs> gives but me a lot of anxiety. A, a very um, traumatic... Mm situation with a baby um 
with a forceps delivery. Oh, okay. Um, but, and it's like, I, I mean, I don't know the stati statistics and stuff. I'm mm. useless. I read stuff, but I'm useless at retaining information. But I know that um, there's a, an even bigger risk for, like, women of colour giving birth. Mm. Um, and that's, I mean, that's just that just blows my mind. That's like, awful. Yeah. why just that? <laughs> And in this day and age yeah. how is that and that the fact yes. that they're not listened to yeah um it's yeah but yeah. i know that i mean with my eldest i did my birth was um just a, a normal birth but i know that we went up to the hospital so we'd done the um you know your birth bump, bump birth and beyond whatever classes yeah. they were and they told us you know um, when your contractions are 10 minutes apart, you ring the hospital. Well, my contractions started 10 minutes apart, so we kind of waited all night, and then they got to the morning, they got to three minutes apart, and we're thinking, do, do we ring? Like, so we rung. Um, they were like, oh, well, you know, stay at home if you can, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it got to mid-afternoon, and it got to the point where they were, like, getting too mm. strong by this point for me to manage at home. So we rung. Um, we were saying the inn was full, because Lancaster was full, so we ended up going to Kendall. Um, but when we got up there, um, the midwife that was on was a little bit like, mm, as if we shouldn't be there because mm. I wasn't kind of ready to give birth. Um, and they'd offered us food because it was tea time. And like, well, if you were in labour, you wouldn't be hungry. Um, <laughs> but anyway, because we'd gone up to Kendall, we stuck yeah. out. We said, we're not going home now. No. Um, and it was only, it was a couple of hours. I'd they'd said you um and i would ask for some pain relief because i was really uncomfortable mm. i hadn't had anything up to this point um and they'd said have a bath so i was in this bath off the room we hadn't got the bags out of the car because they would told us not to they'd lit yeah. we'd literally pulled up in delivery it was really relaxed up there which was great yeah um but they'd said oh just leave your car there leave your bags in you won't need them yet right so um my husband had gone to get a towel and a dressing gown out of the car and then like that, full. I was in like full blown labour. Oh. I was on my own in this room. Like, oh, oh my god. Um. So anyway, he came back in, went into the room, and they could hear me shouting up, up on the thing. So they came in and they were they were like, oh no, you won't be you won't be ready to give birth. Yeah, it's only been a couple of hours. Yeah, how could you know your own body? <laughs> yeah, and then they were like, and I was like, my body's pushing, and yeah. they were like, no, 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 don't push, and oh. I. <laughs> and it was, I, I will never ever forget this because it was mm. the, the pain, it wasn't so much pain, but my body was just naturally mm. pushing wow. and I was trying to stop it because they told oh. me I wasn't yeah. ready to push and not to push. Oh. Um, and it was the most awful feeling of yeah. how, I mean how do you you, you, can't, you can't stop, stop that no. um, and then they checked me and well and behold I was 10 centimetres dilated yep yeah, right okay we're good to go oh you actually did know what was going on in your own body yeah oh, see look that. at that <laughs> that's it yeah. and that that's just what made me think you know like if they'd yeah. have listened to me yeah. at that point yeah. we I mm. wouldn't have I mean and that was for me that was only a minor you know situation in comparison to what lots of women go through mm. but even something as small as that so yeah. you know I can't even imagine for like you mm. what what yeah. you went through but then even like what you're describing there how that doesn't set you up to trust your instincts as a mum no and yeah like you know it's all yeah it's not setting us up in the best way is it if they no. trusted you yeah 
that teaches you to trust yourself yeah. and that's what you need most I think as yeah. a mum especially is to be able to trust your own instincts yeah. and that that's one thing that I always say to all the mums that I mm. speak to I always say like you know friends come to me for advice or whatever and I'll say what's your instinct telling mm. you what's your gut feeling yeah and then you know always ask you know mm. for like extra help if if you're not sure but yeah. I always you know yeah. say Trust powerful you, yeah. is your own instinct especially with parenting I think. yeah and there's been so many times for us mm. where my instinct has been right and mm. just as an example medical professionals have tried yeah. to tell me that it's not just simple things like my eldest um with eczema that was really mm. bad and uncomfortable and um we managed to get rid of that through diet and i was mm. told no it's not diet and mm. you know just all yeah. there's all sorts of things that happened that mm. and i guess mm. over time yeah. it's like oh no I do, I do need to listen to my instinct but yeah. like you say because all of that just erodes your confidence doesn't it and yeah. yeah yeah leaves you much more vulnerable then to feeling the judgement and yeah the comparison it, and everything yeah. else and the systems just aren't set up no. I think for us becoming parents in the way that's going to be best no. for us and our no. babies mm-hmm. who then become children and, and <laughs> young then, people and adults you know yeah, yeah. the knock on effects are huge and the fact that that's not going right for so many mm-hmm. families, yeah, that's not right. No, no, it's awful, isn't it? Mm. Oh, we got deep there. We did, yeah. They <laughs> <laughs> always go off on it. <laughs> okay, so I think the last question. Mm. What do you wish you could change about parenting in general, as in for everyone? I've got so many yeah, things. I was just going to say, I mean, just, just <laughs> one thing. There's probably down. like loads of things. Yeah. I mean, there's so much around like the state systems and everything and the maternity systems that could uh-huh. be different. Um, if I could eradicate anxiety, yeah, <laughs> I would eradicate that anxiety. Because can you imagine <laughs> parenting without the anxiety? Oh my goodness. It, it, the world would just be different, yeah, wouldn't it? would be like it? a whole euphoric state of yeah. <laughs> mumness everywhere. <laughs> I think, especially from the conversation that we've had today, I think the one thing I would set along would be for us all to know we only have to be good enough and we mm-hmm. are enough for our children. Yeah. Um, and to trust our instincts. Yeah. I think, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good yes. enough. <laughs> good enough and trust your instincts. I re- yeah, I massively agree with that. Um, yeah. Okay. If you've enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to follow, review and share with other parents you know. You can now listen on Apple, Spotify and Amazon and Google Podcasts. If you would like to be a guest on the podcast, please get in touch via any of my social media channels, website or email. Thank you, Naomi, for joining me on today's podcast. It's been great to have you. And thank you to everyone for listening.